or was he singing? I'm trying to figure out what Dion was doing, man. It was a combo. It was a combo. <laughs> <laughs> a little singing with rapping on the side. Man, that boy, man, he he came out, man. Listen, man, I'm a, I'm a real brother, man. So let me let me put it like this. I got my boy Easy, and it's your boy Don right here. Now we're on real spit, but I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Go was, ahead, bro. I, I was about to bet some real money on TCU because I didn't think. That Dion in a, mm. a matter of months, after having the turnover that he had, I think he turned over like ninety three percent of the team. And it, then it was about that number, it was it was over seventy players. Yeah, bought in all brand new players and got them boys to mesh. Yep. Played TCU, who if you remember last year. Played Georgia for the national championship. Yeah, they, they were the, the runner-up. The runner-up. Yeah. They had Colorado as 20-point dogs. 20-point dogs. Oh, man. You should have. Yeah. I know that. I put money on that. I didn't know that, bro. I, no, I no. I was on. I, I was on. I'm not going to lie. I was about to take TCU in the 20, giving up the 20 because I didn't think that, you know, I just, I play football. I didn't think he can, you, you got to bring a whole team together against, you know, I know that, you know, TCU lost three or four players to the NFL last year, but still, damn. Right, but they weren't, you know, it wasn't in the trenches either, so they didn't lose linemen. No, no, they lost the lineman to the NFL. They oh, lost the okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. position player. Nope, they lost the lineman, wide receiver, quarterback. Yeah, they 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 lost some running back. They lost some players, but man, that boy Shadur Sanders, the quarterback. Listen to these stats, easy. Thirty-eight or forty-seven, five hundred and ten yards and four touchdowns. Yes. This other well, boy me, name is Dylan Edwards. He's a freshman. Five receptions, 135 uh-huh. yards, three touchdowns, fast as lightning. I and heard. I Travis heard. Hunter yeah. plays both ways. Intercepted a pass. Was really their number one receiver on the field, even though it doesn't show it, but mm-hmm. anytime they needed something. That boy played the whole game. I didn't. I didn't think I seen Travis Hunter come off the field. Eleven catches for one hundred and nineteen yards. I don't. I don't know where he got all that and energy he from. Defense? And he started at cornerback. He played wide receiver and cornerback, so he running all Ooh. game. 
He running all game. All game. So let me ask you this question, because you, you watch the game, you play football, you know the game. I did not. I know it as a educated fan, so to speak. What was the number one thing that impressed you, Don, about Colorado's performance? The, the quarterback um, and, the, and, and the coach and the cool and steady coaching. I just, I like the way they handled themselves when, they, when it came to adversity. And they had a couple of opportunities where I thought they was going to fall. And see, my big thing was was really frustrate me watching the game. And I'm up yelling at the TV like I'm playing in the game is right. all the missed tackles was driving me crazy. It was driving me crazy because really the game shouldn't have even been close. Colorado, Colorado really should have blew them boys out. But it was just too many missed tackles. And what really pissed me off when I'm watching uh-huh. the game is when I see a wide receiver mm-hmm. run over a linebacker. I was like, what the? F-? Wow. But you got wow. the quarterback that threw for 510 yards. He was dropping dimes, baby. Right. He was, any way you really? want him, he was bullet passing, touch passes, long balls, short balls, medium balls. He was, he was throwing them all over the field. He looked like the number one draft pick. It's early to say that, but really? I'm talking about one game. Just one game. Shadur right. Sanders is the truth. Right. He's the truth. Now, we're going to see how okay. it plays out. Okay. You know, we we had this conversation about the park and TCU playing in the week conference and all of that. That's cool. We but right. but uh, we're going to see what's happening. Um, What are you most impressed with? I'm most impressed with, from what I've researched and saw clips, to be honest, uh, on YouTube, the number one thing that impressed me about the team, to your point of flipping over over 90% of his team, man, they only had six penalties for the whole game. Colorado only had six penalties, bro, for the whole – and most of the people playing had never played together until they came to the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah. That's, and to me, that was the thing that – because I remember kind of going back, and I won't – we don't have to redo that conversation, but me and you were talking about our favorite team, the Chicago Bears. And one thing you to me, which I never forgot, was the one number you look at as far as how a team plays together and discipline, are they listening to the coach? It's penalty. Yep. That was about eight months ago. And when you told me that, I said, I never forgot that. So when I'm researching the game, because I didn't watch the game, I'm like, okay, well, where are the penalties? How many penalties did they get? And I, when I saw six, I'm like, first I thought it was for a half. And then I kept looking into it, researching, listening to people talking about it. It was for the game. Six penalties for the game. Some some teams get six penalties on one drive. <laughs> they got six penalties for the game. So not only are they new to the huddle, new to the campus, new to the coach and the coaching staff, new to each other, they meshed and melded in a way that most people cannot. And I'm going to give credit to Deion Sanders because I'm going to be honest, I was not a fan of him leaving Jackson State. I thought his work was undone. Um, but what he's doing in Colorado, you cannot deny. I know it's only to your point. It's only one game. But uh, to hear the fan, and I respect the fact when he got on the mic, he talked about HBCU. He did. So that's cool. I mean, for him to flip that thing like that, 
I mean, I was like, I was like, wow. I was, I didn't watch the game, and I was going away. I was like, and then I started reading the stats. I was like, oh my god, like Dion did it, and he ain't done. He's just getting started. He ain't done. Well, it's interesting that you said that about um him leaving, uh, because we we had a we had a, a a pretty long argument about that yesterday. Um, him mm-hmm. leaving him leaving mm-hmm. Jackson State. So, um, and it's interesting that you brought that up. What what part didn't you like about him leaving Jackson State? For me, I think he uh, Dion has a little Southern preacher in him. And I think he sold, he didn't lie to the university. He didn't lie to HBCU, but he sold them on a dream that he didn't get to finish. And I think everybody assumed that he was finished. Now, for me, and this is my personal thing, not everybody else, Mm -hmm. I thought he would be down at Jackson State until he uplifted all HBCUs, at least those that played in his conference. Um... He didn't do that, and he doesn't have to do that. I wanted him to, but he doesn't have to do that. Um, so that was my gripe or my axe to grind, so to speak. But he did leave him. I saw him in an interview. I, I forgot who it was with, but I saw him in an interview, and he, you know, he was honest, and he was accurate. I left him a blueprint. I showed them how to do it. All the relationships with the sponsors and ESP and all that, they – I made sure that they signed deals with HBCUs and Jackson State in particular that would be in place after I'm gone. He's like, a lot of people think when I leave, the experience is not going to come back. They're coming back because it's a five, six-year deal. So when I saw the details of what he was doing, I said, okay, you know what? I get it. And now he's going to Colorado to kind of bring it to the, what's going on now. And he's showing people this is the talent because the superstars on that squad are from an HBCU. Now he's showing them, hey, there may be more talent down in other HBCUs, not maybe to this level, but close. So I really thought that was cool. I really, you know, and I really, to be honest, I owe his himself, his spirit, his leadership, and apology because I was really hard on him when he first left Jackson State. But now, see, now I see what he's doing. I do. Right. Well, so you know, my argument yesterday, and and it, it's similar to. A conversation I had with my brother yesterday was, um, he he was upset, um, about, um, Dion leaving Jackson State, and he felt like he left them high and dry, and and my thing is that, saying that you know Dion didn't need the money, he left for this, he left them high and dry, Dion's impact on Jackson, the city of Jackson, was thirty million dollars annually. Oh yeah. His impact, oh, yeah. At least his that. his impact annually for Jackson State for advertising and so on was an equivalent of one hundred and eighty five million dollars. Mm-hmm. One hundred and eighty five million. That man put the the school yeah. on the map. He bought them exposure. Mm-hmm. He was the manager, the general manager of a McDonald's. And they asked him to come be the CEO of of McDonald's, the equivalency of. He went yep. to a major school. He left Jackson yep. State in a much better state than it was in before he arrived. 
He had Correct. a major impact on minimum 150, 160 young black men who played for him, if not more. And me, no, I, I, I would argue more like more like over 200. Over 200, yeah. Dion, yeah. Is, Dion is the truth, man. He, I didn't like the way that he came oh, in because you know me, I, I'm, I'm the type of person that's um, kind of like, you know, lead from the back and not exposure, but Dion been who he been <laughs> his whole life. Bro, he, he's been Dion since he was 16 years old. He's been Dion. He's I mean, been really? prime time. Yeah, he, he, he's been Dion. He's been prime time. And I don't think he's going to stop being prime time, and I love him for it. I, you know, there's some things he say I don't I necessarily too, agree that's with. That's really who he is. That's, that's who, really but it, who this is who you're dealing with. This is what I'm, and then if you watch, he's got a channel. His son's got a channel on YouTube. They tape about all the people they bring in and meet with the team and how yep. he communicates with the guys. Yep. He treats them like men. He don't curse at them. He don't go crazy on them. He don't. He does go crazy on them well, sometimes, well, but it's well, well, it, coming it, from a good place. It comes to a place, and Dion don't curse anyway. Treat him you like, ain't never heard Dion use a cuss word. Treat him like a man. Hold him accountable. Hold him accountable. Something that we don't have enough in today's society. Holding these boys accountable. I agree. Mm-hmm. He walked in one mm-hmm. day, he said, listen. He talked to the team, he said, listen. I remember that. He said, I don't want to see y'all walking around here with your jerseys on, I don't want to see y'all's shoulders no more. I don't want to see y'all's shoulders no more. Do you understand? The team said, yeah. He said, listen, I don't want to see your shoulders no more. If you do that, you're not going to be able to eat mm-hmm. with the team no more. Do you understand? Everybody resoundingly said, yes. Thank you. I'm- He's holding him accountable, dog. He's holding him accountable, but and I'm I'm going way out, right? I'm overreacting. I'm gonna go way out. You remember the basketball coach at UCLA back in the day? That coach Lou Alcindor, who later became Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yes, Uh, John. um, uh, I can't think of his last name, but Kareem talked about people thought. I mean, he was a great coach, but what he did. He held the players accountable, and he paid attention to the smallest things that they did, bro. Kareem talked about if your shoe came untied in practice or a game, you was running laps. If your socks weren't the way they're supposed to be, you were running laps. So I think in an updated version of that, Dion is holding those players accountable. And he's not really concerned about how you feel because he knows I'm Dion. I can get another player to through the portal to place you in 20 minutes. So that so, and, and the player and he's told the players that. So they know like I'm holding you accountable, but I'm also going to teach you the game because nobody made money as an amateur or as an athlete like Dion did. Dion was getting hundred thousand. He was getting six figure checks. He was in college because he's playing baseball. A lot of people don't know that when he was playing college football. He couldn't get paid through the school because they didn't do that yet. So he wouldn't play in the minor leagues for the Atlanta Braves or the Yankees. And he was getting six-figure checks from the minor league baseball league when he was in college. He found a loophole and took advantage of it, which is still there to this day. 
So he's going to show him the game. He's going to show him how to play the game on and off the field. And he's going to be hard on him in practice. But as you know, you played the game. Those hard-nosed coaches that love you at the same time get much more out of you than somebody just screaming at you all the time. John Wooden is an, ex- is an excellent example because, you know, he, he's not a flashy person like Dion, but he getting his point mm-hmm. across. He, John Wooden, he's from Indiana where basketball yep, was John invented. Wood, thank you, John Wooden. It's where basketball was invented. Mm-hmm. I got a better story about John right. Wooden than that one. So Bill Walton. Okay. <laughs> you know, Bill Walton used to play for John um, uh, John Wooden. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Walton was a flower child. He wanted stuff his way. He believed in the earth and, 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 and you know, smoking mm-hmm. weed and all that stuff. He was out there. Smoking weed. Oh, yeah, dropping acid, all that. Yeah. For the 70s, he was out there. So when he came to play for. He was. He was way out there. Yeah. When he came to play for John Wooden. He had long hair. John said, look, you know, I don't really he care did. what you do, but you're going to get a haircut. Yeah. So uh, Bill Walton said, no, he wasn't. <laughs> so John Wooden asked him, who do you plan on playing for next year? Because you won't be here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And Bill Walton said, I looked him in the eyes and I figured out real quick that he really meant what he was saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. So guess what? I went and got my haircut. He went and got his haircut. He went and got his haircut. Hey, man. I, 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 I love hey, it. I'm, I, I love it. I think it's a new age. of. But here's the thing that we... What does all this mean, right? That's the final question. I'm going to start with Dion and go two tiers down. With Dion, Dion has accomplished great things, but he has always accomplished great things because he is, Dion is from another planet, as I like to say. Some human beings do amazing things no matter where they are. You can put them on the moon and they'll just do, do what they do with no oxygen. That's what Dion is. What Dion has shown us is there is a way to flip your squad for the new, because some coaches spend all their time complaining about the portal. Dion said, I don't need to come. It, it is what it is. Let me make, let me learn the portal and use it to my advantage. That's what he did. But he used his charisma, his experience, his athletic history, his performance to attract players. And a lot of coaches don't like him because they don't have the same rap sheet. They don't have the same resume as he has. And so that's the thing that makes them a little jealous. So I think the next tear down is it exposes the country to quote unquote HBCU talent. It exposes, if I'm an athletic director at a major university, I'm asking my team, my scouting team, two questions. Why didn't you go to HBCUs in the first place? And when do you plan on going next year? Well, Colorado That's has the a question. I think. Go ahead. Colorado has an enrollment of thirty six thousand students. Out of that, out of that student base, two yes. percent of that student base is black. So true. If you if you're a black player, the only reason why you're going there, and and me, you know, if you're a baller, if you're a former baller, mm-hmm. somebody with the resume of Dion mm-hmm. tell you, do you want to come play for me? In a conversation, you going to play right. with Dion, right? Right, right. But if Dion does 
let's say, hypothetically, Dion goes the next three or four years, wins 65%, 68% of his games, and gets one championship. Now, the NCAA, their copycat league, the association, all different conferences, they're going to go down to the HBCU conferences and try to plug coaches that even sound like Dion. And they're going to hire them because they, they've always done that. That's what NCAA has always done. The guy that wins, everybody tries to copycat what he did. They're going to go down there and pull some of these coaches out to these other universities and they're going to start recruiting players. So this is not, this is hypothetical because this has happened in the past in the NFL. It's happened in the NBA. It's happened. It hasn't so much happened in NCAA because they don't hire a lot of black coaches. NCAA, they, they just don't. But no, everybody knows who's followed college. I don't even follow college sports, but I know that. But considering what, if Dion goes two or three years and wins 60 plus percent of his game, and let's say he don't win a championship, but he show up to a championship game, not a bowl game, a championship game, and plays yeah, well that's, that's as not, a team. That's, that's not going to happen. They okay. They ain't going to be ready for that. Right. The defense not good enough for that. But I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, the, the, the schedules. I'm not talking about this year. Uh, uh, Don, I'm, not, I'm not talking about this year. Oh, okay. okay. I'm talking about the next In the future. three, four years. In the next three, four years. Well, it's going to yeah, be interesting to see what happens. Dion has said that. Yes. What what do you what do you do in this case, so right? Dion has. What do you what, do in, in whose case? So the, you know you know I was saying you know one of their best players is his son who's the quarterback. He actually has two kids that play for one plays mm-hmm. defense and one plays offense. But um, correct. It's Shadur. He's a junior this year. If he turns out to be you know one of the you know could be a top draft pick, do you think Dion would stop him from leaving? I don't think Dion was stopping from leave from leaving. I think because of the portal and that new deal of image likeness and all that, I think. I and I don't want to. I'm not saying anything illegal would happen, but I wonder if. And I'm hypothetical. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but you know, maybe they would sit down. And it depending on if he can go first pick, first or second, third pick overall, then he has to go. He has to leave. But if he's projected to be, you know, anything higher than the tenth pick, he can get some deals, some image deals that pay him millions of dollars, and he can stay and play college a fourth year and then come back to the draft. Yeah, sports because is... unless he goes top three or four picks, I wouldn't. I wouldn't come out. Right, right, right. Sports, you have a, a short shelf you know life to capitalize. Yeah. Got to capitalize when you can. Yeah, because it, it'll be interesting yes. to see what and happens after the years over he, with. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Now, if he gets, and, and again, we're hypothetical. We're reaching way out on that limb. That limb is skinny. But if we, to your point, based on a conversation, you know, prior to recording, let's say he starts getting Heisman consideration, as in the top twenty people considered. And he's playing for the, one of the best coaches in the game, and all, all this—if all this stuff lines up—and he's projected to be a top three pick, I think his father would tell him go. I'll find another quarterback. Go, because he's Deion Sanders. He'll find another quarterback, but he—I can't see him telling his son to hey, do something that would hurt his future, his money, and all. He—he he would. He'd say, son, go. I'm good. Go. 
All right. Well, hey, man, I appreciate your time today, my brother. I appreciate you it. You too, bro. It was good to reconnect after a while, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. We got to get it cracking again, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, fam. Well, it's I want to, hey, man. Uh, All right, now. Yeah, I want to um tell everybody thank you for sticking in there with us. Uh, we're going to get some more episodes cranked out real spit. And uh, we're going to go from there. I appreciate y'all. Blessings. Yeah, I love y'all too.